Welcome to the Palm Wine Podcast. It's your host, Quicks. It's Sahara. And we've got two lovely guests today. Can you introduce yourself, please? Hey, everybody. I am Sarah, poet, dancer, and I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. Lovely, lovely, lovely. I'm just a guy, in it. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, shameless, 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 shameless. My name's Henry Stone, and I eat MacD's for a living. I don't, mm. I'm joking, I'm joking. That's very unhealthy. <laughs> um, I have been told that um, I'm a writer, though. Is that the word on the street? That's the word on the street. That's the word on the street. So where can we find you two for now, just before we get started into the main topic of today? You can find me on Instagram, Sarah.Lisney. That's like Disney, but with an L. Also, I own a company, Poetic Conscience. Please find us on Instagram. Oh, I said yes. Yes, follow us on Instagram. Um, we are open mic um, slash poetry collective slash company. So yeah, follow us to find out what we're about. And we so where we can ooh, where can we find you, bro? Um honestly, um Instagram is the best one. Um Henry Stone, just type in Henry Stone Poet and I'll I'll be there. Um it's Henry Stone, but the stone has like an X instead of an O, because I was trying to be cool in it. Um, <laughs> cool kids, yeah, cool kids. No, no, in fact, yeah. So, yeah, man, that's me. Isn't it? Um, I'm a writer. Um, um, not to, I'm pretty good at what I do. Um, mm. pretty good, pretty, I like that. pretty energy, energy, yeah. Um, yeah, energy. Um, and yeah, man, you'll find all my work there and all the brands I've worked with too. So, yeah, come okay. on, international yeah. season, all the yeah. brands, yeah, yeah love to see literally. it. Like Tokyo 2020, yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> Something like, something like, something like. All right, cool. So before we get started into the topic, we want you to do what, Sahara? Oh, right, there. Yeah, this is the bit where I shine now. <laughs> right. YouTube, subscribe, click the notification bell, mm-hmm. like, comment, and share. Love that, love that. Also, make sure you're following us on our socials on Twitter at Palm Quine Pod. And at Instagram, I still podcast. Also, 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 also. Obviously, the trim's kind of loud today. Still, <laughs> yeah. so make sure you use our hashtags when you join the conversation. Hashtag PW Podcast mm-hmm. and hashtag Palm Wine Pod. Yeah. So, 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 so. After we got all the formalities out of the way, yes. Let's get to the juiciness of the topic. So, the juice of all juice, all juices, the magnums of all maggies. <laughs> so, we're doing part two of our relationship yep. topic. So, yes, if you yes. haven't watched that. Go watch episode seven of the Palm Mind podcast and make sure you join the conversation and let us know what you think. So a question for today, right? So there's this thing been going around on the TLs on Insta, Twitter, talking about what do you bring to the table? Uh Yeah. What do you bring to the table? And I wanted to know what you guys think of that question and that conversation in terms of a dating stage and a relationship type thing. What do you think about it? I mean, what do you bring to the table? What do you bring to my table? Don't ask me questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for myself, so I've just been got, I've just got recently engaged. Woo! Um, Col- woo! I was going to say collaborations. Woo! Collaborations and celebrations. No problem. <laughs> collaborations, yeah. Um, it's a wife. I feel like for me, like, that question, <laughs> is a wife. Hey, it's a wife. Sorry, you hear that, that husband? Yeah, go on. <laughs> um, I feel like for me, that question, um, I don't know, like, it's like, why are you asking me? What do I bring to the table? Like, I, okay, you want to understand, okay, when, when you're in a, in a relationship, obviously, it's two people coming together, you add into whatever I'm doing and I add into you so we can grow together, do you understand? Mm-hmm. So, mm. when you ask me what am I bringing to the table, 
I can tell you what I'm bringing, but then some people will not like it. As I've seen some posts, some people are like, oh, you know, when you go on dates, oh, the man must pay and the hmm. woman must sit back and relax. And then some people have problems with, oh, if the woman says she wants to pay, the man's going to look down on her or something like that. So I just feel like there needs to be a mutual understanding of what both parties want and um, what's needed in a relationship for both parties to like collaborate together and grow. Um, so yeah, that's just my take on it. I'm going to, I'm going to pass the mic over now. <laughs> that story. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Repeat the question again, bro. <laughs> ah, he was in. <laughs> he was in. He was in No, I'm saying the whole the whole debate about what do you bring to the table? What do you? What's your take on it? Um, honestly, I feel like in this day and age, it's extremely, it's very redundant because, like, when you start getting to know someone, you start dating someone, um, especially in the first um, few weeks or maybe even months, the reason why you're, um, you know entertaining them and spending time with them is because first and foremost you're attracted to them mm. you've got to see um, you know what values that they do their values and principles align with you obviously that mm-hmm. stuff comes later down the line but it always starts off with an initial do I find you physically or sexually attractive and then it goes into do I find your personality and XYZ and all that jazz so when it comes to bringing on the to table I think the way that question is even shaped or angled is um inaccurate because it shouldn't be what do you bring to the t- to the table it should be do our values online does the plan for my life and the plan for your life does that line up yeah, or is that you know i don't know if it's the it's just the seriousness of what you're saying <laughs> it sounds like i'm reading from a book it sounds like, <laughs> listen this is what he does book. this is what he I'm does like, wait <laughs> this is deep it's scripted <laughs> no it's, <laughs> it sounds it yeah it's Honestly, not, this it's is... not. that's it yeah, go man. on sorry sorry well i'll have um yeah, do those things align, do those things, you know, you know, the the plan that you have for like, like, even if it's like, you know, six months down the line, stuff like, do you want one kid or no kids? Do you want three or four? Do you want a big family? Do you want to like stay in London? Do you want to move out of London? All these things, do you want to like, you know, over the next five years, do you want to like quit your job and travel? Mm-hmm. Do you want to like stay mm. in the corporate ladder and, you know, start a job? All these things. So when you say, what do you bring to the table? I feel as though it's a very narcissistic and individualistic Ooh. way of representing yourself. Do you know wow, what I mean? Wow, wow, what wow, is wow, this wow, 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 yeah. wow, 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 I think it's very narcissistic, man. I feel that social media like feeds that because it's always about what can you do for me, whereas mm-hmm. it should be at wait, well, how I was raised, it was like it should be what can I do for others, and I feel like in, I feel like that's been lost in you know mm-hmm. the um, social media mm-hmm. discourse. Mm-hmm. Of, like, millennials and generation z i feel like we're very very in the, like i said individualistic society we choose ourselves it's mm-hmm. like what can this person do for me where you know <clears throat> if we look at the lifeblood of all communities it's always been what can you do for others how can you serve you look at the greatest leaders in history they've always been people of service and acts of service mm. whereas like if you're just looking for what you can get what you can get you're going to be in for a shocking surprise mm-hmm. when you're 30 plus and you're looking to you know build like relationships which you should have been building in your 20s but the reason you didn't is because you were constantly cutting people off because you were like he didn't do enough for me or she didn't she didn't do this for me she couldn't do that for me you know what I mean and also like yeah that's what that's, that's what you might take on this one I would never want to argue literally because you're going to tell me about Sorry. myself calm Sorry. straight we call it plain and Sell simple that smoothly literally in 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 layman's terms, Henry just said, and that's why you're single. Aha! 
you see you that's why you're single he said yeah so basically what you're saying is yeah. is that you don't know what to give in it yeah basically I raw no no that was good there yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, ballon d'or mm-hmm. winner bruv no, that was deep. That was deep. articulation. That was deep. Mm. That was deep. This is this is why we love poets, you know. Yeah, no, for real. Yeah, it's, we got poet overload today as well. Listen, it's three v one, boy. Thank <laughs> <laughs> What's your opinion? Boy, it's a wild one still because I was having this conversation the other day, um, and I echo sentiment similar to Henry in the fact that it should be about what you give. Mm-hmm. If I always say to I say to myself I say to everybody I was like I can bring the table the chairs the cutlery the plate set and the whole house what are you going to add to that do you mm-hmm. know what I mean because if I bring something to you and you're bringing something to me how are we going to make it work right. if we can't make it work then there's no need to bring there's no need to for you to bring the mac and cheese to the table Literally. while I'll bring the jollof rice and the chicken do you know what I mean no so I think it's more about so what, from basically what, what I see in social media there was the uh, video where the guy was like okay, what do you bring to the table? And he asked the woman, and the woman was like, okay, well, I cook for you, I clean for you, I tidy up your house, um, whatever, and look after the inner workings of the house, right? The man was like, cool, but I could just pay someone to do all the things that you're doing. Uh -uh. I saw that one. He's like, that's the, yeah, yeah. I could pay pay that. Yeah, I saw that, I saw that one. And obviously I was speaking to someone about it, and it was like, but are you looking for a partner, Mm -hmm. or are you looking for a slave? Mm -hmm. And the way I see that question phrased, it's like, it should, it should, you can ask the same thing in a different way. Right. Completely. Switch it up, break down that structure, and it should be something along the lines of what are we doing to build an empire? Mm-hmm. How can we build an empire together? Because if it's like what you bring to the table, what I bring to the table, what if what we both bring is too heavy and the table shatters? Yeah. You know, and that's not. That's, Oil and water don't mix. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. not just. Uh, like if even if you're gonna talk about that, it shouldn't be what are you bringing to the table as what can I get. It should mm-hmm. be who are you as a person because you're bringing your traumas. You're bringing, as Sahara said in the last episode, your suitcase. Mm-hmm. You're bringing your suitcase your from bagage. previous see previous relationships doing stop offs at Dubai, Kingston, Jamaica, Accra, Nairobi, and Abuja State. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> all of them, yeah. But you're you're bringing all of that baggage to this table. Have you dealt with that baggage before you bring it to this? And on top of that, if we're both bringing trauma together, that table is definitely going to crumble. Right. So it should be, what are we doing to make sure we don't... It should be the bare question you could ask on top of that. But yeah, man, that's just my take on it personally. What are you saying, Sarah? I think I agree with what everybody's basically said. So I don't want to recall it. Mm. Go, go <laughs> think. I, I, like, recall it. I feel like everybody said things here which I basically agree with. Mm. I feel like... Definitely. Episode done. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. He said, I'm cut. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> no podcast where everyone agrees. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. What I was going to say, anyway, Ooh. what I was going to elaborate on before I got cut is that we call it social media. I definitely agree with your point with social media. And, and we can see that in everybody laughing still. Oh my god, no, like, that's the deepest thing I feel like I've ever experienced in my life. Oh man, I'm only playing. No, 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 no. I'm playing, I'm playing. We call it. Right, so, um, social media and the whole idea of, right, this is how everybody should look. Everybody mm-hmm. should talk this way. Everybody should act mm. this way. This is the way you make money. This is the way you do that. We're lost in it. So I definitely agree with what you were saying there about that. I feel like it would be interesting to see where we would be now at this age that we are now mm-hmm. and even the generation behind us without social media. 
That's mm, yeah, because be, because that's what it is. I feel like there's that whole. I say this is the cross way to say it, but we call it that whole build a bitch, mm-hmm. build a build a mm-hmm. n word. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's that beep. yeah, beep, beep. <laughs> but we call it. That's the whole. That's the whole area that we're in now. You see, I don't know, I don't know, Miracle Watts or whatever, and you want me to look like Miracle Watts. I want you to look like Idris Elba. Well, where do we go from here? Exactly. <laughs> you ain't got the money to do this or whatever. People are dying to do that to people who are dying to BBL, do that. BBL Twitter, boy. So, but no, but that's no, where literally. we're all consumed at the moment by things. I know not all of us, but in some way or form or whatever, that does revolve around it. But yeah, mm. that's, anyway... So I got another question that just off the back of what you were saying mm-hmm. about grooming and build a build a bear. That's what we call it. Build a bear. 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 Hashtag wow. build a bear, innit? Yeah. So do you I saw something as well on socials recently and it was talking about um it's from Kevin Samuels actually and he was saying that um, Yo, bro, she's, she's, thank you. No, you know. Thank you. No, wait, wait. Because we did this last week. Hold as well. on, let me Man. land before you come and just. Ooh. I'm tired. Shoot. Just for context, in it, Kevin Samuels is a divorcee and he's in his forties. There's a reason for that, man. Fine. However, thank you. That's fine. <laughs> no, that's no, no, disclaimer. Please. Hashtag disclaimer, in it. Just saying, in it. But what, I mean? what he was saying is that as a man, you have to groom your woman to be with you, right? Uh-uh. Uh I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. And for me, yeah, I heard that and I was like, I shouldn't have to groom nobody. I agree with you. I shouldn't have to groom you. If I have to groom you, then either I've A, made the wrong choice or B, there's things that you haven't kind of experienced. Do you know what I mean? And I just wanted to know what you guys think on it is firstly. So the, the word groom, I'm stuck on that word groom. Yeah. Because to me, that makes it sound like you're in the white van with the tinted like, windows. <laughs> no, I literally. Oh, yeah. I don't mean, like, you're not mm. need to try and get in the van. I don't like that word at all. Then that's why, that's number Grooming. one, where I said it just kind of comes across wrong. Do you know what I mean? The second thing I'm thinking of is if somebody wants to be with, if I speak for myself, my, myself or whatever, and you see yourself with me or whatever, and even if there's going to be parts of the puzzle sometimes that doesn't match. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Sometimes you might have to shave a certain corners and shapes or whatever to do that. Mm. But that takes time. But mm-hmm. like if you want, if and likewise, I should be doing the same for you. Mm. But that's a choice in that sense yeah. as well. And at the end, of the day, sometimes there is going to be maybe a puzzle and a bit missing because we're not the same person. Mm. However, it's that whole we call it. I know I love you. You love mm-hmm. me. Money. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love you. the big yeah, house, yeah. Yeah, we call it, and then. And, <laughs> I love you, you love me, or whatever. We are one big family. These are our differences. What's the energy today is... Like, literally, everybody's just in a bunch of oh, No, we love it, man. We love to see it. Okay, right. Rusa. <laughs> and then, um, so, we call it. So, if I know... You know what I mean? Oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. I'm going to just start chatting crap. Sorry, big... Blah, big... Blah, 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 and they love... <laughs> us. Rewind. So, you talk about grooming, not liking the word grooming. No, I've gone past that bit. Okay. I was basically saying... The puzzle, the puzzle don't the fit? Puzzle, the puzzle don't fit. There's going to be pieces missing. But at the end of the day, we call it, if we love each other or whatever, we know that. Flaws and all, basically, mm-hmm. in, in, in summary. However, if you're now going to come to a point where you're picking up my flaws and whatever, and you don't like this and this and that about me, but I can sit there silently and take yours, then there's an issue. Ooh. We just got to work together. So, like, yeah. Why are we groom? What grooming is a is a very yeah. I don't like. It's a word. very heavy word, especially in the context of what it was used as well. Grooming. 
So and why and for him as well, he never speaks about that way for men. So that's why I don't like listening to his. Oh, he's very one sided. Mm. He's very one sided. Apparently, mm, so <clears> one <throat> of my one of my boys actually listens to him, yeah, and he says that the the controversy that stemmed from him was because he gets at women that come on the show, right? But not obviously. I'm just saying. I'm saying that he's also biased towards men on his videos as well. But okay. they they don't they don't we don't see that because it's not viral. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's not, it doesn't spark controversy. Obviously, people's opinions on him is opinions. Yeah, but I think a lot of people look at it based on the things that they see, mm-hmm. as opposed to looking at him and doing the. Because yeah, at the end of the day, the man's an image consultant, so he wants to make men and women better people. But mm-hmm. I mean, that is, is what it is. But from an uh, engaged woman's perspective, right? As you said, you are engaged at the Ooh. beginning. So you shouldn't have said that one. You shouldn't have been flashing your ring like... I don't know what happened there. I will rewind. I don't know who who is engaged. Well, <laughs> it is you. It is you. So, madam, so from your own personal experience, right, mm-hmm. how have you sort of seen that quote-unquote grooming aspect or not not grooming aspect, but the building aspect? I'm going to use a building, actually, because yes, grooming sounds yes. very wrong. Yes. So the building of your partner and how he's impacted you in this, in your engagement and your relationship before. Might be a bit personal, but... No, it's all right. Like, um, so with ourselves, obviously, we've been together since we were... I was 15, he was 16. So I'm 25 now. Right. <laughs> Just to put my hedge out there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's been a long journey. Like, mm. it's actually been a journey of ups and downs. Of course, like, how I see it is like, it's going to sound a bit, yeah, but he's yeah. very, um, like, his mind is, he the way he's grown up is obviously different to how I've grown up. Mm. Like, I would like to say that I've had a lot of baggage compared to him. Mm. Um, like, as you said, suitcase, I've been to Dubai, I've been to Abu Dhabi, I've been around the world and back. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, of course, my partner has, he's had his times, but he's been to Ireland and back. You know, it's not the same. So I feel like for him, it was quite challenging in the fact that I've come with all this kind of like, you know, this issue and this issue and like all this stuff with me. And he's he's had to take time to just be like, okay. Find, let's find a way in which how you can, first of all, come to me and tell me about your problems, number one. Number mm. two, how can I, like, help? Because, obviously, you know, you can have help, but then there's ways that you can't really help in the sense that if I'm out here dying, you know, there's not much you can do about it apart from try to save my life. Do you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> don't try it. <laughs> yeah, do yeah they love us. They love us. <laughs> um, but no, so the way that we work together, obviously we've had to find our ways and how we will um, collectively help each other. Um, so I would bring my knowledge to him. He'll bring his knowledge to me. I'll bring my whatever or to him to he brings it to me so as i said before it's all about like balance. balance and what i can bring and helping each other to grow collectively um so yeah that's why i feel like it's worked for us in a sense that we understand each other now <laughs> we've got mm. to a place now where okay cool if you're upset i know you're upset if you're silent if if you're upset i know to bring you food like <laughs> you know we understand each other to this place so um yeah i feel like we're in this place where we just collectively help each other and now we're at this stage of engagement. What the next chapter brings, we don't know. So yeah. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Thing. That's interesting. Thing. Thank you for your transparency. No <laughs> so, Stony, what's your take on that whole Kevin Samuels thing? Or yeah, like, build, build build a partner. Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> Said you win poetically. Like, flawless you know victory. I just feel like when you talk about grooming, 
or like a woman into like your perfect woman that for me that's someone who that's an in, that's an insecure thing because it's like you don't you don't want that woman to be you don't want that woman to be herself you want her to be um you don't want that woman to be herself you want that woman to be um like you're almost like your puppet do you know what i mean where you have full control and autonomy over what she wears and what she dresses and how she thinks. Like mm-hmm. you basically want like a clone to a you you want a female clone to a degree in it, and that's not you like you know taking her for you know who she is. Like you know, I always feel as though you should you know take people for what they are, and then through a relationship encourage them to change. For the better, not because you want them to change their safe for you, but simply because you want them to simply be better in general. You feel me? Mm. And I feel like when you talk about you need to groom your woman, I don't. It's not necessarily grooming. Obviously, you got a <clears throat> not necessarily coach. Well, coach technically um, is right, but you got to communicate your mm. wants and desires. This is how I want to be treated. This is how I need to be. Like you know, um, you know like what I mean. That. So as you said, when you and your partner like you know when he's upset, you bring him food. That's something that. You've learned over a course of years. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. You know these things, and these things they don't take days, weeks, months. Well, sometimes they take months. Sometimes they take years. In it, understanding what a person is. Like for example, me, I'm not big on gifts in it, but like mm-hmm. when I'm in a, like a relationship dating someone, I'm big on touching X, Y, Z. You feel me? I'm big on them things in it. I don't need to be like given watches and X, Y, Z. I can, I can really live without that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I'm saying. But it takes. No, but t- for you, nah. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm good, bro. Like, I'm so like, but that's like a woman's, it's going to take time for a girl to like, or someone else, my partner, whoever that um, turns out to be, to understand that. And it's like, you need to remember as someone who's worked in education as well, it's like when I'm chatting to the youth then, it's like you constantly need to like, as with any like raising a child or teaching someone, you constantly need to like, you know, um, reinforce. Re- re- yeah, reinforce and repeat the point again and again and again until those things become second nature. It's the reason why athletes um, train so much doing the exact same drills again and again so it becomes second nature. Now you need to understand when you're in your 20s, let's say you're, I don't know, 27 and 28 respective partners. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as you said, you're coming with baggage, the suitcase from other relationships in it. So you let's say a girl's been in several spe- um, specific, specific relationships when it's like, oh, um, she has a particular way of doing things. She's now attracted to a dude that she wants to date and he now wants to date her and he's got a very different way of doing things but she's like, but I've been doing this my whole time and he's now explaining, yeah, but that's not, that's, that doesn't cater to my, my emotional needs, my intellectual needs, my spiritual needs, my sexual needs. Do you know what I'm saying? And it takes time, it will take time for her or him to get to that point in it. Now, I've always believed if two people want to work it out, they will. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> But like it depends. Uh, it depends if you want to do that. So when it comes to grooming, like it sounds like a very controlling, again very narcissistic, and like well, I don't think you should be really taking stuff like that too seriously. I understand that you got to communicate what I, this is what I need from you, mm. but it's like you got to communicate them things with love. You feel me? Mm. And patience. Do you know mm. what I mean? Patience is the lifeblood of most or all relationships. Do you know what I mean? It takes time to do all that shit, mm-hmm. man. So, like, that's my take on And yeah, fuck Kevin Samuels, man. <laughs> you said that with bass, bro. Vim, fair, fair, fair. But, yeah, you just touched on a very interesting thing for that. Just listen to what you were saying. You was, mm-hmm. It's the take me as I am or I'm trying to grow. And I think in our generation, we're so heavily 
take me as I am. This is me. Mm-hmm. Mm. If you don't like me as I am, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk. And, well, sorry for the bass. If you hear that in your headphones and that blows up your ears, I'm sorry, innit? But I see so many, so much of our current generation that's not willing to adapt to their partners and have a very, in, like you said, narcissistic individual mindset where it's like, if you don't accept me for me, I'm not going to change for you. Mm. But then that's love with, with condition. Conditional, conditional love. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think, so again, like, what do you, you guys think about, obviously, Henry, we've had, had your point, so we'll, we'll, we'll leave you for this question. <laughs> Don't worry, you're coming back, coming back. But um, girls, like, what do you think about take me as I am or I'm here to work with you? Like, have you seen that in your friends' relationships or have you executed that at times in your, in your own relationships? Like, Talk the tingdoms. Get me. I, I can go if you want. <laughs> you look scared. <laughs> no, I don't. She's you know, left and right. Like, there's what? things that will be said that I'm just like, hmm, do you remember watching this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> we call it, if, I'll, I'll summarise basically, I feel like, for me anyway, you have to love unconditionally. However, this is something you have to learn. Remember, mm-hmm. like you said, you've been by yourself. Mm. All of a sudden now you're thinking, oh, I want to pursue this person. I want to get to know you now or whatever. So in the midst of doing that, you're learning to be together. You're learning about this person. And also, you know what I mean? For example, they might pick their nose. You can't stand that. Mm. But that's what they've been doing from the time they've come out mm-hmm. of the room. Yeah. That's their habit. Now you might have your habit. I don't know. You, I don't know. I'm trying to find. I just don't know. Someone picks, pick, picks their toenails or something oh, like that. Oh God, picks their toenails. But yeah, basically, right. then you have two different extremes. It's extreme. No, I need to. I need. I need to groom my woman to not yeah. pick her toenails. Yeah, I, I think that's a relationship. Right? Yeah. But that's yeah, but crazy. some reason, for some reason, like, this is a breakup. This is a breakup. Like, make that's or smart. break. I can't stand it. Oh. And you're looking, we're watching these standards together, you're talking to me, your fingers and your nose. Yeah? <laughs> now, we call it. Now, this is like, this oh. this makes the person you're with physically sick. Mm-hmm. You can yeah, see yeah. it mm-hmm. in their eyes when they look at you. And this is the only time they look at you this way. Every time, other time they look at you, they are Sweet mad. puppy dog, like, mm-hmm. yeah. the eyes, boy. Mm. Now, we call it. Do you really need to pick for gold? Because there's no gold up there. <laughs> That's the, this is the question you've got to ask now. No, it's true. Or, we call it, are you going to do that and potentially... I don't know, see her maybe or him drift away or whatever. For because, nice no, but I'm just hey, saying. Hey, imagine. Oh, yeah. Take yourself. Some, if this is a mad pet peeve and they find it disgusting and hy- unhygienic, yeah. it's like some people go, uh, we call it, the first thing they do, they come in the house, they go straight away and eat them in the fridge, they don't wash their hands. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It depends on your, the way you've yeah. um, your upbringing and stuff like that. So we call it, there are make and break things and it can be little, some things it could be big. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. I don't like taking drugs and you smoke weed. Hmm. You know what I mean? One. There's two different, that's a but, big one. and that's mm-hmm. the only thing that's separating. That's more of a sensible one. But we could. <laughs> but there's two. There's two extremes here now. What do you do? Hmm. So, in that sense, if this is something that you have two options, that's the person. This is the person you love. The person you can see a future with. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing, and maybe there's a few other minor stuff, but this is the main one that's bugging you. Now, the other person can see that you've had conversations about this on and off or whatever you, to the point where it's got heated or mm-hmm. the point where it's just been general conversation or whatever, but there's this tension there. You can choose to give it up or you can say to me. Yeah. Or you can say, right, we call it, or come to a understanding and say, well, we call it, I'll do it for recre- recreational when I'm out and you're not there because yeah, I know you don't like it, I won't That's bring it. it home, I won't do this or whatever if, you, if you're struggling, yeah? 
So it's things like that. I feel like you have to get to a point where you're working out what, you know what I mean? What you want to do, where you, where do you stand in a relationship? Where do you see this person? What does this person mean to you? And whether certain things are worth it or not. Yeah. Sometimes you're fighting over stupidness and sometimes it is make or break. Mm -hmm. If it's something that isn't that serious or if it's something that, perhaps you need to let go because you're becoming a bit of a nitty then we can know but for real like you know what I mean but sometimes sometimes the other person is more than willing to help it's not even a thing of it's all or nothing but it's whether sometimes I feel like we're too stuck in pride too stuck in no 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 no. no I'm saying ooh because it's <laughs> facts but no cap no and cap pride isn't just for men either mm. we have pride as well <laughs> us too we call it, it I, is, you, you, oh I have I'm pride. sipping my magnum before I say something that gets me cancelled bruv I know we have a we don't have pride as well it's just we call it they, they stereotype men as pride mm-hmm. but I feel like that's to do with the whole we call it communication and emotional part of yeah I think that's the other, that's the other side of it but we have that as well. So sometimes I feel like um, there's things that you just need to let up. And some more time as well, you let it up, you're actually happy. Yeah. Everything's flourishing all of a sudden. Yeah. The, the, the garden is growing. Yeah, literally the hummingbirds are there. You're fine. <laughs> nah, it's true. You're out of the storm. I think I, I, I really I agree because like it just depends are you willing to work out work through this or not depending on obviously what the circumstances are like mm. you were saying if it's something that you're picking your nose okay if it's something you've been doing from yay high we can work on trying to stop it but come on you can see how it makes me feel um, if you're willing to just try and ease it back then cool um, if it's something on like for example obviously like the illegal substances yes it's hard to give up and yes, you know, you don't like it around me. So yes, I'll do it for recreational pers- purposes where mm. I'll just go with my friends, do whatever. I'll make you happy. Mm. If you want to make your woman or your man happy, then there's ways of working out. If you don't want to work it out and you want to just keep hearing them nagging your ear, oh yeah, please, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, continue. I feel like it's something you have to go out with because um, I suppose when you're with somebody as well from a young age, or whatever, especially you're you're saying bloody fifteen. Well, I'm trying to think what was I doing at fifteen? But Same because, yeah, yeah, legit. literally. But Jesus, see time. So, but that's the beginning of adulthood. Yeah. yeah. You know, what I mean? all of a sudden, what you call it? You're legal to Exploring. marry. Or we call it by eighteen. You're legal to vote or whatever. All of a sudden, life, the world is throwing everything on you, left, mm. right, and center. So mm. to be in a relationship with somebody at at that age as well and come to the other side through here now and mm-hmm. you know it's been battle because I feel like sometimes our parents just make it seem like oh yeah you the man the woman comes or whatever and that's well, that like, yeah and all of a sudden <laughs> there's children and then you just stay no matter what because that's another thing as well parents mm. say yeah no matter what oh we call it he did this and no, I'll just stay forgive him mm. or forgive her stay whatever no, but, you know what love is right? yeah, like, you know, no, but, <laughs> just, just love him for but, thick and thin but mm. it's more more to that and um, I suppose it, it would have been nice maybe if our parents, because sometimes some parents didn't speak about it or whatever, but said said it what was actually going on from a young age without us knowing too much. Mm-hmm. But um, mm. we, without maybe even from 16, 17, 18, conversations could have been had. That, but mm. what you could it no because yeah because all of a no, sudden no, you turn twenty one and it's like where's your boyfriend where's your girlfriend <laughs> where will you marry yeah. <laughs> so we call it so um, but yeah no so we got a question that came in um, oh did you 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We've got a question that came in and it, you, you were talking about it as we went through in it. And it was like, what kind of effects do you think our parents' relationships have had on us? Yeah, <laughs> she, I didn't even she, know that she I didn't even know that question came up. That's actually crazy. You see, yeah, I think that's works. That's just scary. Went straight. I'm actually freaking myself out. So, that what are we saying? He wants, to, he wants to take a, a stab at this one. Whew. I'll go. We call it. My, I was a, my mum's single parent, so we call it. Dad hasn't been around since I was maybe four or five. So, and my mum never brought man around or whatever or dated. That I know mm. of, that she's told me mm-hmm. as well. Because I've asked her still to this day. Hmm, but she said no, so I believe her. <laughs> but we call it. Um, so I've always just been around female. My family's predominantly mm. females as well. So I think for me, I've just been around strong, independent black women Same. that don't mm. take mm-hmm. no crap for no men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, being in a relationship, <coughs> that has been. <laughs> hey. She said, she said, bruh. No, because, because I just said, I can look after myself, I can do for me. Mm-hmm. So we call it. Now it's kind of like, I don't even know, even if we talk about this whole um, bring to the table or merging the table to our tables together yeah, yeah. to make a bigger table if you make a, make a six by six table yeah yeah, yeah. no mm. we call it so I'm putting the chairs around it now or if, I, if you're the table I'm the chairs I'm, I'm trying you're to bring the chairs table. or the mac yeah, and cheese yeah, the rice and peas and curry yeah. the palm wine <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually deep and then we call it so um, I'll definitely say that has been an uphill Downhill. Downhill. All the hills. Downhill. But um, I feel like, um, especially when I was younger, because I was still trying to find myself. Mm. Um, So, um, and I don't know, sometimes it even comes across as you think you're the shit. You you don't. You really don't. Pride. Yeah, it's (laughs) your pride. But it's it's not even that. But the other person, you're hurting the other person Mm. by doing so or vice versa. But um, yeah, no. That was my personal thing. That I found it hard. But at the same time, it's made me who I am today. So, like, my, my success is individually. I just need to learn how to make, or I am learning or doing now, learning how, or not even how to word it. I am doing this. Fly? Um, <laughs> fly? What do you say? <laughs> 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 I'm stretching this out. But listen, let me just say as I'm learning how to, we call it, do it now in my relationship because I know I can do it for myself yeah. mm-hmm. but and there's no harm and there's no difference in me doing it outside of my um, relationship um, in my relationship, relationship rather as well yeah. it doesn't make a difference it's the same thing I'm just working with somebody yeah literally mm. um, I think for myself um, so my mum's a single parent as well um, I've had my stepdad in my life for like all my well He's not here now, but mm. when I was younger. Um, so my first thing was, and not to like steer it off topic, but so obviously my mom's been married three times. Um, so all of my sisters or all my stepsisters. Um, so yeah, the first guy that obviously she's been with, I think, so it was it was a black guy. Um, so she had her troubles or whatever happened there, cool. Um, so as she went on, the other people were of non-black culture. They were actually like, you know, probably like Italian and British and stuff. So growing up already, I've been told, listen, don't go for the black ones, you know, go for the white guys, they'll treat you better, you know, they'll do this for Mm. you, they'll do that for you. That's what I've grown up with, a lot heavy with. And me, growing up, I skirt. My fiance is Jamaican. (laughs) So um, that was a problem in itself. And then also, obviously, like yourself, I've I've grown up in a household of females so you know all that independency um i'm a very independent person so 
bringing that into my relationship, my partner is very open-minded. Whereas I'm stuck in, I was stuck in my ways. So I'll be like, no, this is this, this is that. When we're having arguments, I'll be the one that'll be like, I'm, I'm not talking to you. Let me mute you. Let me do this. Like, I just I just stick in my ways of, like, concrete head. Yeah. I've had to really just open my mind. And that's something that I've taken from him or what he's brought to my table, if you want to say, in the sense that, you know, this is how we can work together. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. This is this. This is that. Um... And my mom as well, also, don't let no man take you for no fool. Mm. So anytime we get into an argument or something, I'm like, listen, but you didn't, innit? Mom said I shouldn't let no guy do nothing to me. Yeah. But it's really just, obviously, over time. Defense. Yeah, over time, I really had to bring my wall down and be like, okay, let me let you in. Let's have this conversation. Let's work together. Um, and yeah, so that's how, like, obviously, going back to what I was talking about before, how we brought us our, ourselves together and built ourselves to where we are today. Because mm. he's even learned from me, like, sometimes you have to be on, like, this defense of, like, nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just my, my own experiences, like, mm. from my mom's relationships and just, like, how it's passed down to me. Mm. Um, also, I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> before you go, before you leave us, let's just um, just get a bit more about what you do for now. Um, yes. And then we can, you know, follow you on our socials and make sure everybody gets involved. So, yeah, where can we find you? What do you do? And, yeah, so far, like, let us know a bit about yourself. Okay, so apologies to everyone. <laughs> I'm Sarah. Um, so I've been a dancer for a while. I do mainly hip-hop dance, um, dipping in and out of dance halls slash um, Afro. Um, I'm a spoken word artist as well. So, yeah, I do poetry. And I'm a founder of Poetic Conscience. So we create social environments to tackle the mental being through poetry. Um, mm. We do once a month open mic nights at the end, at the last Thursday of every month. They're in Walthamstow at the moment. Our next one is going to be this Thursday, um, this Thursday, end Thursday, which is going to be the 26th. Check your diaries because that might not be correct. Um, sorry. <laughs> you can find us at poetic.conscience. That's conscience, not any other spelling that everybody has. <laughs> um, and we do various other things like workshops and stuff like that. So please hit us up and follow us there. And if you'd like to follow me personally, it's sarah.lisney again, like Disney, but exchange the D for an L. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Stony. Yo. Back to the question, like, how do you feel like your parental relationship or your parents' relationship has impacted how you view dating in the, your current ages? Um, I definitely think that, like, one thing it's um, definitely... I guess, you know, I've seen what I don't want. Like, you know, I think it's very important, like, you know, to communicate. Um, you know, I think that communication is very, very key. Like, um, that's something, you know, in terms of, like, what you want long-term, um, what you want long-term and what they want long-term, and then can those two things be married? Literally, like, literally and figuratively, can those two things be married and turned into a long-lasting relationship that, you know, God willing, lasts the rest of your life, do you know what I'm saying? That's mm. kind of one thing I've learned from watching, you know, my mum and my dad's relationship. I've also seen that, like, you know, because, you know, I'm half Ghanaian my dad was from Ghana my mom's Nigerian my mom is Nigeria Nigerian and like um and during like the 1980s it was a very very rare thing for like people outside of Nigeria to marry outside marry someone mm. outside mm. of their tribe let alone outside it's of a different country. country so from seeing that like you know I haven't I've never been too scared to date outside of um my country or my race 
Um, so I'm relatively um, open. So my family's always been a bit open-minded. Like, you know, my um, one of my cousins married an American, um, black American from Chicago. Um, another of my, you know, um, cousins married um, a Nigerian from a different tribe and stuff like that. So definitely being open-minded to other cultures um, and not taking things too personally when, you know, things from another culture might offend you naturally. I think that's um, very, very important. I think another thing that I've learned from, um, you know, my mum and dad's relationship is that, um, let me see. I think, like, you know, as a man, you got to have, like, a clear vision Mm. for, like, what you want. This is not to say that your wife can't have a clear vision for what you both want. She should. Do you know what I mean? That should, that, that shit should be encouraged. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But it's like, um, I've always believed, as the man, yeah, it's like, if we look at patriarchy, you are essentially the patriarch, innit? Um, so if your relationship is successful, it's because not only were you able to lead, you were able to make um, your wife, um, um, you know, feel comfortable and feel valued as well. Do you know what I mean? If your marriage fails, I've always believed that if, unless the wife's done something wild, yeah, I've always believed every marriage that has failed, I I always, I've worked in education. Every wife and every family that has, every marriage has suffered, every wife or every, um you know, family that has like essentially fought, like broken down, I always blame the man for that. Do you know what I mean? I feel like he has a responsibility to make sure that um everyone on his ship, because bro, in my personal opinion, when you know you go to the when you die and go to the pearly gates and you stand before like God or some type of shit, you know if things if things went like it absolute tits up, I strongly believe he's gonna blame you for that as a man, and he's gonna be like, listen, I gave you this, I gave you that, you screwed up, gave you a good wife, you screwed it up, you know what I'm saying? What if she screwed it up? Like I said, like you know, um, exceptional circumstances. Um, like yeah, what is that's basically what I'm asking. Well, basically, like for example, if um, you know, obviously, like you know, if you if you have like um, know someone um, a girl in a relationship who's not you know not taking accountability for actions, you know, on a like quite significant level, mm. cheating stuff like that. I do think those are quite like crazy things because obviously everyone has their own autonomy and everyone should have mm. a mm. level um, level of responsibility. But I just feel like, and I guess that maybe this is the um, the the Nigerian in me. I just feel like as a man, so you're about boy cover free. Oh like. man, I'm done. <laughs> like I fully believe that if your family unit, yeah, has broken down, I strongly believe most of the time, more often than not, I definitely think that um, the man didn't do enough to, to um, you know, keep his um ship tight. And even in like you know, obviously people change in relationships and whatnot, but it's like. Even if there were problems, like you should have been able to identify them problems quickly, whether it be in the children or in your wife, like, you know, are you comfortable, darling? Is there something that you need from me? What do you need? Are you communicating? Well, all of these things. And all of these things should have been, like, you know, hashed out before you even got to marriage. A lot of these things should have been hashed out before you even got into a relationship. It should have been hashed out during the dating phase. Do you, mm. know, do you know what I'm saying? And, like, I feel like, yeah, man, that's just not my taking it. So open, like, Constant communication, um, although that's um, a challenge in itself, especially for people who are like you know when they when they feel pressure, they just mm. withdraw. I used to be like that, not anymore. But um, yeah, that and also like a man has to have a clear vision for what he wants, um, you know, his family to be. Do you know what I'm saying? 
And if, um, you know, the girl that you want to be your partner, if her vision is in line with that, great. You guys go together, see how far you can go. Hopefully you can go until the end of time. Um, but like, if that goes tits up, naturally I would be like, dude, you must've messed up somewhere. But obviously everyone's responsible for their own actions. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so like, and like I said, relationships are never simple, you know? So you can say that again, boy. Can I saying? just sorry, prod the bear a bit further? Because you were saying a lot of it will rest on, in your opinion, the man. So, and you're saying, right, I could have asked, like, <laughs> what am I doing? What, what, what do you need, etc. Mm. But what is in that? What would your girlfriend or your wife be doing at that time then? Well, in like, your opinion? in my opinion, well, like, you know, in a relationship, I feel like, you know, you got to be catering. Mm-hmm. All right, if I, if I move it to like, um, let's say project management in it, quote marks, so okay. in the corporate space, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just waiting, I'm just waiting. <laughs> Why just is waiting. your face me? I'm just waiting. <laughs> sorry, project management, bro. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, when sorry. You're, when you're managing a project, yeah, mm-hmm. and you've got like staff working under you, yeah. Yeah. Your job as the project manager is to make sure that not only are the people under you um, adhering to the vision you've set, Mm. But they're also satisfying their own needs and satisfying, you know, using their own talents for whatever, whatever. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and I kind of see when it comes to um, if I t- if you look at that example and look back at like you know um, like the what's it called um, a relationship, I do feel traditionally, if um, a woman doesn't feel comfortable in her relationship. Especially when it's deep, deep, deep um, down the line. It's like, I always feel as though a man, I feel like you didn't do enough to me. Obviously, like everyone has autonomy consequences. Mm. I don't think you, I think you should have been always doing your best to make sure that the environment crafted was, the environment made was crafted to either make her feel comfortable, make her feel comfortable, help her grow. All of these things, you know, I think that as a man, you've got to do so much because, bro, your wife is your life partner, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like, you look at every successful man in history, he had a strong woman. Um, not even a strong woman behind him. Don't like that. Don't like the next idea. To him. Thank you. I like it beside. Yeah, a strong beside. woman, like, next like to him. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean, bro? I've never mm. seen... I, I don't I don't look at Barack Obama and think that, like, Michelle was behind him. I always seen Michelle next to him. Side, yeah, no, she was beside Always him. by his side. you feel me? Like, yeah. you look at the Trumps, Melania's definitely behind him. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, and that's so real rap. The reason I'm laughing is because it's fact. Like, it's real rap, do you know what I mean? It's and pilot, it's... co-pilot. Yeah. Yeah, co-pilot, 120%, man. And it's like, um, with um, women, because like, women like do so much in a relationship and like, you know, like I feel like women, yeah, women do so much in a relationship. Um, They've got to do so much to like, if it's, if it's a marriage and a family, to look after the household and look after... Um, the kids while handling their job and their business and all these other things and it's like I feel like women have been given like a really rough ride um, you know in history and society and it's worthy and I feel like a, like men or a man if we just look at like a relationship a man has to absolutely go far go like literally move heaven and earth to make sure that his woman's good because if his woman's good his life will be better because she'll be able to if you've done if you've picked the right partner in xyz mm-hmm. to like you know encourage you in them dark moments in xyz that's like you know the job of like you know a yeah. husband or a wife in a relationship and then vice versa do you know what i mean because you know women have their own goals women have their own 
needs Cams. and wants and X, Y, or Z, or in some circumstances where maybe like um, a woman, you know, has a bit more of a higher profile in their career or bigger career, mm. straight up, it's going to have to be, as a man, you're going to have to, you know, humble yourself and take that, or if you're down to do that, take that step back and be like, I right, okay, my wife is doing this and this is, in this current moment in our lives, she's doing a bit more than me. What can I do to support her here, there, 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 there? Mm-hmm. Like just because oh, you, just because like you're the leader of a ship, you can be a quiet leader in it. Sometimes, like I said, going back to the project management thing, sometimes it's like the best thing to do. Let that person who's shining just let them shine. Just step back. Just take a step back mm. and let them do their thing in it. Because like there's gonna be seasons and moments in your life where it's like, okay, right now. As a woman, I gotta sacrifice some things in time for yeah. uh, my man. Um, I know I know that um, a lot of people don't really like the don't really like look at Will Smith and Jada Smith's Jada Pinkett Smith's relationship as the as the relationship anymore. But one thing that she said a few <laughs> years ago, like a few years ago, that stopped me. She said that my husband is never gonna stop, like you know, going full hard with his career. Mm. So I'm gonna have to sacrifice some of my career so that, you know, I can look after, the, the you know, the day-to-day running of the household and the kids and X, Y, Z. And maybe they relate their, their marriage ain't perfect, but listen, Will Smith, one of the most successful actors in history, and, you know, they have two very, very talented and successful children, children in their own right. Mm-hmm. And Jada still has a career in her own right. So you can't say that it was a bad decision for her to do that. Mm. And there's going to have to be that given... As in all relationship, there's going to be give and take, you feel me? Yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah. like... Um, I know I've gone off on a tangent here. That's cool, I feel bro. like that's um, quite important. And like, yeah, man, I, I just feel like it's really important for a man to make that um, environment comfortable and like make the conditions as best as possible so that her, um, you know, his wife can be comfortable and her, his wife can shine on her own as well. That's just me, man. So I got a couple of things that I'm going to disagree with you on. Yeah, go for it. Um, and I've got a question at the end of this. Mm. So... Where I disagree with you is that it's all on the man to make sure that the the environment is conducive to the woman's growth and to the growth of the family. Yeah. I disagree with that, period. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because it's gonna bu- it's gonna come into my next question or my next the next topic that we're gonna discuss. Right. I disagree with that because I feel like it takes two people to build a household. The man mm. cannot mm. be the sole responsibility for how the woman behaves. And yes, he can make an environment that is conducive. But if a woman does not work with her partner to make that environment conducive, no matter what the man will do, there will always be problems, right? So, mm. yeah, the man has a responsibility. Again, as guys, obviously, me being in my relationship, I have a responsibility to help build an empire with my partner, individually and myself, right? Mm. But... If they are not doing what they need to do, no matter what environment I create, mm. it doesn't matter mm. because their drive is different to mine. Mm. So I can be going full force. Yeah. Even if she says, I'm going to take time, I'm going to fix this in the house or they're not making the environment conducive for my support or my growth and her growth and stuff like that. No matter what I do, it's just gonna be it's gonna be irrelevant. Yeah, but if she's not gonna do, if she's not gonna like you know, do what you, you feel she needs to do for you, then that's that's 
That's bruv, that's your signal to end the relationship then. Of course. Find someone who will. Of course. But what I'm saying is that let's say it's got to the place of like you said, marriage, right? Mm. You've committed forever. Oh yeah. Yeah? You committed forever. Mm. So like you said, relationships have peaks and troughs, they have seasons. Yeah, yeah. Same with a marriage, it's just that you're now living with the person. So you see them basically exposed. Mm. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Now a man could say, I'm gonna make this environment so safe, so conducive to your growth. I'm gonna sacrifice working long hours so that I can be at home with you, make sure you feel loved, all of that stuff, yeah? yeah? But if they do that and then the wife still is saying that you're not making this comfortable for me, yeah. it's not on the man at that point because the man's done everything he can. And I feel like it is because, I, like... How, okay, so if... Let's put it like this, yeah? Let's say Usain Bolt is running at his flat out, yeah, right? Yeah. This might be a bad analogy. But let's say you say Bolt's running flat out, yeah? 100 meters. Yeah, 100 meter relay, yeah? yeah? He has Johan Blake, Asafa Powell. I can't remember the other guy, whatever. The skinny one. The skinny one. Yeah. And you say Bolt, yeah? Mm. <laughs> and you say Bolt. You say Bolt, they've probably spoken about how they're going to run. Yeah. Who's gonna be the first leg, second leg, third leg? Usain Bolt's probably final or Safa Powell's final stretch. Usain Bolt's the third third leg, right? Usain Bolt could have made the environment for that team perfect. So he knows my strength is this, Asafa Powell's strength is that, Johan Blake's strength is that, and the last guy's strength is whatever. Yeah? He can make that environment conducive for everybody on that that hundred meter relay. Now, one of the people could have gone out the night before. Let's say the skinny man because I can't remember his name in it. Mm. He could have gone out the night before, whatever, didn't train properly. The environment for him was conducive to the victory, to the end goal. He made, Usain Bolt said, boom, this is why we're doing this, 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 as a leader. Yeah. Now, the one guy doesn't do what he needs to do. Mm. So whether the environment is conducive or not, there's still the ownership on the partner or the person in that team to make sure they're up to scratch. Yeah. They're not, sorry, they're not injured. They're not doing what, they're not not doing what they need to do. So that's why I say even in a relationship, it's up to both parties because I do hear that a hundred percent, but at the end of the day, it's like, bruv, like, for example, when I'm doing a project with whoever, like obviously as a writer, I've worked with lots of brands and whatnot on projects at XYZ, and I've even met, I've even directed some of them myself. Mm. Bruv, if the end product here is not up to scratch where it needs to be, yeah, in that professional level, yeah. It doesn't matter. It was, I don't know, the guy who was doing the lighting, the guy who was doing the sound. Bruh, my face is on that thing. And if it's not up to scratch, that is my fault. Like, so you can turn... You so that's how I okay. see it with, okay. the, with, with, like, with the marriage and the family unit, in it. Like, so it's like, yeah, people have to take responsibility for their roles in exercising 100%. And when you don't do that, and you fuck up, you fuck up the thing, in it. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's my face on the flyer, in it. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? It's my face on the thing. And if that mm. whole thing hasn't come together, bruv, I'm the one, uh, whether whether I like it or not, as the leader, I'm responsible for that. Do you know what I'm saying? So I've always felt as though the man in the relationship is the leader, isn't it? This is not to say that, you know, um, the woman is subservient and mm. some like, you know, yes, daddy, no, daddy. No, that's like, bruv, this is not the 1800s, man. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? But like, you, like, as a man, you are like, bruv, if your marriage fails, yeah, Bro, I'm not gonna lie. Unless, like I said, unless she's done something 
bonkers, bro. Mm. Like I'm saying, absolutely mental in it because obviously, like, but what's your definition of that? Because you're saying that, and so to one person, mental could be, oh, you called me, oh, your name, my name, and somebody else, it could be, um, oh, for me, this is just like things like you know, cheating, abuse, mm. whether it be um, physical, physical maybe, verbal, yeah. or emotional mm. stuff like that. Um, you know, um, being um. What's it called? Not disrespectful with money. Irresponsible with money. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. I'm seeing proper, proper red flags, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, besides, and but, but even then, as a man, if you feel as though this is the vision for my life and you said, sweetheart, that this is the vision for your life and when you said that, they looked like they were intertwining well. Mm-hmm. As a man, if she's not doing her part and you get to a point where it's like frustrating you and it's affecting your, you know, well-being and your emotional, physical health too much, as a man, again, you've got to make a decision to be like, all right, cool, you're gone and I'm going to replace you with someone who will. Hmm. And it's also vice versa for the woman. If she, for a woman, if my man, if this is what, if this is what I want from a man yeah. and then the man that you have picked is doing this, you have to make a decision at the end of the day, well, you're not going to do this. I'm going to have to find someone who will. Now, obviously, you like I said, human beings aren't robots. And I know, and I'm, I know, I, I can, I know, I'm describing it in a way that seems very transactional. Mm. You gotta take, you gotta give people grace. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta give people patience. This is what I said. Communication and all of that stuff comes into play in it. Yeah. But obviously, it comes to a point where it's like, yeah, I can't do this no more. And you're well within your rights to, you know, to, do that. to duck out. Obviously. When there's things like kids involved it's and you know yeah, financial so commitments yeah. and all those things, make no mistake, it's messy, innit? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Relationships are messy, period, bro. But like, bro, I just feel like that's life, innit? Do you know what I mean? And you like, if something's not working, honestly, I just believe end it and try something else. Obviously, don't end it immediately. That's a bit. Yeah, try work. Yeah, you got you got to try work because that's the problem we have in our generation, innit? One little problem is done, innit? Slip, slip. Yeah, cut people off, X, Y, Z, innit? It's a very big issue in 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 our generation right now yeah. however like after a certain time of grace it's like bro if you're not going to do what I need from you like if, even if it something as basic as like sex if you're not fucking me the way I want to be like <laughs> what <laughs> if you're not beating me like do you know what I mean <laughs> the way he said it the passion just came no, out but it's fact no, no but it's no, fact hear, hear, it's fact like, if you're not satisfying me in the way I'm, I want to be satisfied it's like yo mm. We're gonna have a problem there, but even then, even before that, you should have, even before yeah, that, should have been like, yeah, this, this is a conversation like, this that should have been had before you got into a relationship. All these things, so many. The reason why so many relationships are like, you know, they fall apart is because more time you not didn't discuss this properly in depth, man. If you man had these conversations, be like, this is what I'm on, and she's like, this is what I'm on, and then it's like you get to see this over the course of six months or whatever, whatever. A lot of these problems would have been avoided because you would have been like, yeah, this person ain't for me. Fair enough. Mm, no, so the next question I have for you before we sign this off, um, and this is for all of us, right? Is what is your take on happy wife, happy life? Um, <laughs> 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 um, Ooh, that inhalation was deep, boy. She's like, yeah. Oh, <sighs> hmm. I think for me, the first point, I, 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 I agree with it to an extent. However, I feel like I'm keeping quiet for that. However, I feel like it's also my myself as your wife, as your girlfriend. I need to make you happy too. You know what I mean. So mm. if you're not, what's the point of me being happy and you being absolutely miserable? Real talk. What's the point? So for me, it needs it needs to be um, 
what was there was a phrase somebody said it so that it concluded included both people happy house happy spouse that's that's what it was basically happy spouse happy house that's yeah whatever or spouse speaking in terms of whether it was girlfriend boyfriend or literally uh, married you need it works both ways i can't get everything that i want and you get nothing from it Mm. why like i personally cannot some people do like that give me the birkin bag give me the disc give me the that you know what I mean? Wind me down, take me Hakkasan or whatever. Mm. You need to pay for all of the dates. Novikov. You need to take me on holiday. You need to... Even some of my um, vacations. However, somebody said to me, oh, isn't a vacation paid for by your man? So I said, no, it has been. Sometimes we've paid for ourselves and we've mm. gone together. And so, like, why am I putting all of my reliance on you? Where at these times, if you did that and was relying completely on me, I'd hate it. Mm. So for me, I have... I personally agreed that to the fact that it is a happy life if I'm happy however that's what that's my extent however we call it I need to make you happy too so if you're not happy what's where, the do, point? We, where do we go where, where do we go from here because we call it at the end of the day you're gonna feel like a bitch if mm. we're putting it like in a horrible term you're gonna feel like I've got you on a leash you're yeah. gonna feel like you have you have no autonomy you have no say you're just here to follow me around you know what I mean? Take me Stratford Westfield and go go Gap. She said go Gap. <laughs> Not even go Louis Vuitton. She said Gap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and if and communicating what makes you happy and what makes me happy and therefore trying our best to do that. But if we don't communicate these things, we won't know neither. Hmm. So yeah, relationship is basically communication and patience has been the key for today. I'm done. You want me to put it there again? This one, we do it all the time, boy. All the time. Go on, so, oh, for me, yeah, go boy. On, yeah, go on. And we'll I, I think, I think, happy life, happy wife, happy life is waffle. Mm. Fact. Because why? Yes, obviously we need to. Even if I take it back to the Bible, wouldn't it? I think it's Philippians two verses four to or one to five, where it basically says you need to put your partner's needs above your own. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't mean, I see it as we both need to do, no, not your partner needs, you need to put other people's needs above your own. Yeah, yeah. Gotta quote that correctly. But I should not make myself subservient to my wife for her happiness for then, for, so that I can then be happy. Because we're both in a relationship, we're both in a marriage, we're both in a mm. situation. So if it's like my wife is happy, therefore I'm happy, am I, am I a puppy? Am I one follow fashion? Mm. <laughs> right? Not sure. Now, puppy, if you're them, you see it? I'm done. But I see it as it should be what are we both doing to add to the happiness that's already there? Because, again, happy spouse, happy house. If the woman makes the man happy, then the man is by default going to try and make the woman happy. Mm. So then I'm going to be like, so if my partner makes me it happy. It should happen. It doesn't should, always happen. It doesn't. But that's the thing we should be striving towards because it shouldn't just be a thing of where, okay, I'm happy now. Now I'm going to give you peace. I was watching, I was speaking to somebody and we were talking about peacemaking, right? Mm. And it was like, they were telling me about their sermon. My partner was telling me about the sermon that was on in church. And the pastor was saying that men want peace, yeah? Mm. And women just want to be, they want to feel nice, Right? A woman can be talking down the guy like, and you don't spend time with me and you didn't take me to the strip and you didn't do this. And and the guy's going to be like, but hold on, wait, 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 wait. Did I not just take you out last week? So why are you now coming to tell me I haven't done this? Now, he probably thought I've made my partner happy. Now he wants peace, but the wife is not seeing that he wants peace. 
So he's now saying, okay, I have to make you happy so I have peace. Now he's obviously put her needs above his own, but she hasn't thought, wait, let me take time to think about, is this going to give him peace in the time that he's in? Is this going to make him happy? And a lot of, I see a lot of relationships or millennial relationships view relationships as if you give a man sex, he's going to be happy. Mm. This is a tangent, but there's a, there's a, there's a required element for this tangent. I think the mindset surrounding relationships in the millennials is wild. Mm. I think that the whole notion that came from our parents' generation of happy wife, happy life was because men didn't really express their needs. Mm. Because if that was the case, the wife would be like... Well, they were never there to, to even do it, to be honest, anyway, the way, because they were always working. Exactly. But that's because there was something, I think most of the time in that sense, is because something wasn't right at home. Mm. So they couldn't... Again, men naturally are very... Obviously, we spoke about the next topic I'm going to say on gender war, so that's episode six. So go back and watch that and then come back to this. So men are not expressive in their emotions. It's only now we're starting to get like that. Mm. But because men don't, didn't know, back in the day, didn't know how to express what they need because most of the time they didn't know what they need, right? It became, okay, I need to make my wife happy so I have peace. And that mentality has been fed into generation to generation to generation to generation, which has led to so many men feeling undervalued, unappreciated, and just, again, like you said, a doormat. So that's why I say it has to be happy, how, happy spouse, happy house. Make each other or add to each other's happiness and then make sure that the house unit, by doing that, the house unit becomes better. If I, if I look to my partner and say, how can I make you happy? Or is this going to make you happy? Well, talk to me what makes you happy. And they, I say to them, this is what makes me happy. And we both do it. Or we do it most of the time. 9% of the time, there's not going to be as many issues as, as mm. is prevalent. It's all about communication at the end of the day. Mm. So that's my take on it anyway. Um, Sony, what's your take before we wrap up this, this episode? Like, no, man. Like, literally, just to echo what you said, man. Um, like, relationship is a two-way thing, man. Like, mm. if your wife's happy and you're not happy, bro... Like I said, there's an issue there, man. And you, as a man, you've got to speak up. Speak up and be like, sweetheart, right now I'm not in a happy place in our relationship. I know that you're happy, but I'm not. We need to discuss that. Two things are going to happen. She's going to like take it into consideration and make your happiness a priority. Or she won't. <laughs> no, you said that. So it's like, yeah, but oh. she won't. <laughs> and once that happens, if you see that over a certain amount of period... You now gotta make a decision. Do I stick or twist? And that's up to you, man. A lot of people, they stick and they do that for their whole lives, and it is what it is. Some man it's like, alright, cool, I'm gonna cut my losses, go somewhere else, innit? I fully believe that if two people are in like a relationship where one's not happy for an extended period and it doesn't seem like it's gonna change after chance after chance, bruh, go somewhere else, man. Cause there's someone, there's someone out there who will give you what you want. There's someone, there's always someone out there. I don't, I've never really believed in the concept of like, um, I don't really believe in, I do believe in, I do, I believe in destiny, but I don't believe in fate. I believe that fate is fixed and can't be changed. Destiny is like a footballer who was destined for great things, but didn't really, you know, went to the wayside. That happens all the time, man. Mm. And that happens in life, man. It's like, I don't, I've never really believed in the concept of like, two star-crossed lovers in it, like Romeo and Juliet, we were meant to be in X, Y, Z in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I've always believed that two people got to sit, sit down in a room and make that shit work. 
Facts. And if someone doesn't want to make it work like XYZ, mm. go your separate ways, mm. man, and let that be that, innit? That's fair. You know, not every relationship you're going to be in is going to end up with a marriage and kids. Most no, of it's true. there it's to true. teach you something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that doesn't necessarily mean that if the relationship like ends, it was a failure. You could have learned a lot, man. You learned how to deal with another human being. You learned how to be more sensitive. You learned how to have, not even a disrespect, where you learned how to have better sex. All of those things like that, bro. Like, they're important things, do you know what I mean? Mm. But, like, if it comes to a point where for an extended period, you're not happy, bro, do your thing, innit? Fair enough, fair that's, enough. That's just me, innit? Like, mm-hmm. No, no, no. fair enough fair enough so we're going to call that one there Mm -hmm. Um, thank you for listening to the Palm Wine Podcast I've been your host Quakes I've been Sahara and we've had a lovely Henry Stone so before we go also make sure you follow us on our socials at Palm Wine Pod at Palm Wine Podcast I had to make sure I got that one right yeah Palm Wine Pod for Twitter Twitter, and Palm Wine Podcast for Insta Mm. and make sure you use our hashtags hashtag PW Podcast and hashtag Palm Wine Pod but before we go Henry where can we find you and let us know what's going on yeah man um, Instagram Twitter and um, Snapchat I'm on the Snapchat now Um, it's all Henry Stone with um, Stone is X instead of an O and that's where you'll find my poetry and my projects what I've been doing I've done a lot of work with, with them brands such as I'm currently the face of um, the Olympic tennis campaign, so I've been doing that for the past um, few months. Um, I worked with um, you know, different brands in XYZ, banks, theatres, arenas, all that jazz. Um, and you know, I got, I got, um, <clears throat> I have a well, I sh- I'm in the middle of writing my own book, um, a book of poetry collections. And you know, like, but all of that stuff you can find through my social media channels. You feel me? So, love that, love yeah. that, love yeah, that. Man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're gonna call it there. <laughs>